Welcome to Study, Grow, Know, where we discuss theology, prophecy, and current political issues from a conservative biblical perspective. Here's your host, Dr. Fred DeRuvo. It's difficult to look at society and not see increasing demonic influence. And I I always find it fascinating when Christians fail to see the connection between the increase of evil in society and the increase of demonic activity. Now, I guess it's due to the fact that we really can't see demons, fortunately, or the activity within the spiritual realm. And that's probably a good thing, but because we can't see it, We rely too much on what we can physically see only. But it's clear from Scripture that demons have been around since the Old Testament, and we're still operating during the time Jesus walked this earth. And it's reasonable to assume that those demons continue their opposition against God and the church. Moreover, what we're seeing today is, in my opinion, an increase in activity throughout society. Now, we might be tempted to blame globalists whose names we're familiar with them, Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, etc. But the truth is, as Paul noted, we are not warring against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities in the spiritual realm. Ephesians 6.12. Though people often are the direct perpetrators of evil and certainly culpable, we need to look beyond human beings to see that the first cause is Satan and his angels in the spiritual realm. Now, as a young kid, life was far different and far more innocent than it is today. Now we have people like Dylan Mulvaney portraying an extreme caricature of a woman going to bat for Bud Light beer. And Mulvaney wants it to be illegal for anyone to refer to him using a pronoun that is not used to describe him or herself. Imagine that. If you don't use the correct pronoun in referring to Dylan or other people who identify as something that they're physically not or biologically not, he'd like to uh, have you arrested. The whole thing is absurd, but again... Is this because of Dylan Mulvaney or the spiritual forces of wickedness out of sight in the spiritual realm? Well, clearly it is both, but it is mainly the latter. Dylan is simply the willing puppet being used to usher in a greater darkness over the face of society. Now, here's a list of just some of the aberrant things happening in society due specifically to the upsurge in demonic activity throughout the globe. Number one, the CV pandemic and then jab. Now, in the last several articles, and I have links to those in the transcript, I presented what medical experts present as facts regarding what they're calling the dirty bomb that the CV jab is and what that means for people who took one, two, three, or even four jabs or more, all to allegedly fight what turns out to be a serious cold or the flu. Since the virus is always mutating, it's absolutely impossible to get ahead of it and create a vaccine that actually eliminates it because we don't know what the next mutation is going to be. People are dying in droves. Turbo cancers are all the rage. Brain aneurysms abound. Leukemia is occurring at an astounding rate among the very young with cardiac arrests as well. The purpose of the jab appears to be mass murder. You can disagree with that if you like, but look at the data. 
Now, immorality, number two, this subject is becoming pronounced throughout the globe as well. People are far more base, far more immoral, far more corrupt, and simply evil, willingly aligning themselves with demonic activity. Now, just the way language alone has become far more base is part of the direct influence of demons operating unseen in society and emphasizing their presence, though unseen. Satan has gained notoriety in society. It's now cool to talk about and worship him. Just look at the most recent award show from Hollywood where people dressed as Satan and essentially debased themselves and the audience in worship to him. Three, satanic clubs. Schools have always had after-school clubs for kids at those schools. Now, years ago, it was boy, girl scouts, chess clubs, Bible clubs, etc. Today, add to that the burgeoning growth of satanic clubs that's now catering to and inviting young children to be part of those clubs. The goal is to show that Satan is just a cool dude. He cares for you. And since kids are easily manipulated and influenced, and because schools offer room for other clubs, these satanic clubs will continue to grow, and young children will be increasingly uh, called to respond to it, and they'll respond. Violence, number four, violence. Whether it's guns, knives, cars, beatdowns, etc., it's becoming epidemic and normative. There's often no real rationale for these types of things, but people will insist that if we simply remove or at least make it far more difficult to obtain guns, well, these things wouldn't happen. Well, the truth is, if someone wants to beat down someone, harm someone, or kill them, or a group of people, they'll find a way to do it, whether it's using knives, axes, bombs, or cars. Take away guns, if at all possible and mass murderers would simply resort to other means. The goal to remove guns from society is for the benefit of those who want to enslave us and don't want law-abiding armed citizens firing back at the armies they hire. Five, inflation, recession, depression. We've already seen several regional banks go belly up. It's happening to more banks this week. What will be the end result? Well, it seems to me that these regional banks will be taken over by much larger banks if possible. What some see then as a good thing, because, well, the depositors won't lose their deposits, will ultimately be a bad thing. When only large corporate banks exist, making it much easier for them to use CBDCs, digital money eliminate paper money altogether, and control how people spend their money. Now, you add to this the fact that because the Fed keeps raising interest rates, most recently by a quarter to 5.25%, inflation or shrinkflation will increase. Now, eventually, we can expect to see a redo of the 2008 housing industry crash. Purchase of new homes will slow to a stop because people won't be able to afford them. Workers in the new build category will be laid off because fewer and fewer new homes will be built. This will affect other areas of the economy and most people. We're not going to escape it. We've already seen huge increases in the foods we buy as far as cost compared to just a year ago, and we'll probably see more of an increase. 
poor folks and those on fixed incomes with no other sources of income will suffer the most. Now, the outlook isn't good, so say the experts, and I've got links for this. Of course, we need to note that the U.S. debt ceiling has not been dealt with, and even if it is, bad things financially could still occur. But where does the U.S. get its billions to keep sending to Ukraine? Interesting question. Will we ever get an answer? I don't know. Six, insanity. There really is no other way to put this. Insanity is on the increase. What else would explain the new quote-unquote science that says, oh, men can get pregnant and men can identify as women and young children should be able to change genders if they desire and parents should not be allowed to interfere. All of this and much more is becoming the norm within global society, a society that is on the verge of collapse because of all the factors listed and the insanity that has become prevalent. Seven, Wars and rumors of wars. We keep hearing of World War III between Russia, Ukraine, and anyone else who wants to join in. Is it really a war? Is it wag the dog? We don't know if the attempt on Putin was from Ukraine, the USA, or something Russians did to give them a chance to go nuclear. We don't really know. There's no way to know because mainstream media is on board with the globalists. So what we hear them say is basically from globalist mouth what's approved. We can probably guess that this will all ramp up until actual full-scale war results with the use of nuclear weapons. Now, things are going badly awry for much of the world, including the USA. There seems to be little help as we see this nation hurtling toward the financial, violent, and insane abyss. Though we tend to want to blame certain human beings for the troubles that exist, and again, they are culpable, we need to change our perspective. Too many continue to believe Trump is the guy who's going to save us. If only these folks would realize that Trump can't even save himself from criminal charges, how can he save this nation? It's all a big sideshow, breads and circuses to distract and give false hope. The only hope is, of course, in Christ alone. The Christian's faith should be directed to Jesus. The Bible explains the plan that God decreed before the foundation of this world. He told us way ahead of time. Christians who do not read and study his word ignore it to their own detriment. Jesus specifically noted in his Olivet Discourse that times toward the end prior to his physical return would be absolutely horrible. All we need to do is read Matthew 24 thoroughly and understand that Jesus is describing a time of, quote, great distress, unequaled from the beginning of the world until now, and never to be equaled again, unquote. Well, that one sentence says it all. It says a great deal, but I encourage you to read that chapter. Read all of it, then read Revelation, then read Daniel, then read Ezekiel. Jesus is saying, that the difficulty of the coming days, the tribulation, the great tribulation, two, three and a half year periods or seven years total, will be so devastating to humanity and this planet that everything that came before it will pale in comparison. How will that come to be? Well, the only logical answer to that question, referring to Jesus' statement, is that demons of hell will literally be released and given the ability to have greater influence over society 
but they'll be used by God as he pours out his wrath onto the earth. Now, we know specifically that this occurs as one of the trumpet judgments of Revelation 9, where hordes of demons are released from the abyss. And that's described, by the way, as the first woe. Now, I tend to think of those particular demons as ones who were so vile and violent that God imprisoned them in the abyss, in the abyss long ago. During the fifth trumpet judgment, God allows them to be released, and he actually uses them as his arm of judgment against unrepentant people. However, demons have been in this world, as I mentioned, for ages, and their power and engagement with and through people has greatly increased because more people are willingly seeking them out. God allows this for his purposes. I believe this increase in demonic activity is why we're seeing such weird and insane behavior in people. This would also explain, by the way, the Deagle publication, a report predicting that by 2025, the population of the USA will have dropped, dropped by almost 70%. That's 70%. And I've got links to those charts in the uh, transcript. Now, apparently demons have been allowed to increase their influence in society to bring the final global kingdom to fruition. It's now taking shape. And within a few years, it wouldn't surprise me if the 10 quote unquote kings take their place to rule the 10 sections of the world that globalists envision decades ago. And the Bible predicts Revelation 12, 13 and 17. From that point, Antichrist will intrude on their dream and become sole ruler over the entire world. All of this is spelled out in the books of Daniel and Revelation. It shouldn't be a mystery to anyone. Paul even talks about it in First and Second Thessalonians. Plan on seeing a continual increase in wickedness and evil permeating global society. Paul describes that in Second uh, Timothy 3. 1 to 5, where he says this, but know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure, rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying its power. And from such people turn away. Now, the above characteristics are ultimately created by demons through willing people. Paul says these days we are living in are increasingly perilous. Why? Because of demons and their increased activity. Look at that list of adjectives again. Lovers of money, lovers of self, Boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, no self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty or arrogant, lovers of pleasure, haters of God. Isn't that what too many people in the world are becoming and it all has to do with a greater invasion and an increasing influence of demons in and through people as they permeate society. Now, I've met a few people over the years whom I believe were demonically possessed. And I think of them and I still pray for them. 
through people, demons have actually gained greater access to society and the changes that need to occur for the final global kingdom to be put into place. Now, the person becomes the door through which demons can access more of society. And I believe it will exponentially and continually increase throughout the globe until the physical return of Jesus. But we also need to remember, as that demonic activity increases, we Christians may likely become targets. We may have to respond to that threat they pose if directed at us. But we must never believe the person is the source of that malevolence, even though that person is culpable. If we can walk away from a threat, we must do so. If we cannot do that, then we must do what we can and what the law allows to protect ourselves and our families. We also need to draw close to our Lord and remain close to him, counting on his protection, wisdom, and discernment in these growing difficult days. It is not going to be a cakewalk. And I hope you understand that. Knowing why society is undergoing massive change is good. Not that society undergoing it is good, but knowing why it's happening is good because it helps us to stay focused and reliant on the Lord. We don't waste time wondering what's going on. We are alert to the possibility of demonic activity, and we are also always ready to share the gospel with people who do not know him, even if that means that they may act in ways that are contrary to how human beings should act because of the potential demonic activity in their lives. We can be certain that demonic activity and influence in society will increase. It does not need to scare us because he has overcome the world and he will never leave or forsake us. The question then becomes, Will we break fellowship with him and start going off on our own in our own strength? Well, may it never be. I want to thank you for joining me today. And until we meet again, I pray that God will open your eyes to show you how blessed you are in him. You've been listening to Study, Grow, Know with Dr. Fred DeRuvo. Please join us each week for new broadcasts that deal with theology, prophecy, and political issues from a biblical, conservative perspective.